Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, so we're asking you to do some very important work today on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hello. Rank your daily meals. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. There's one that you love the most. There's one that you love second most. And there's one that you could care less about. Mm-hmm. And I want to know what how you rank them and why. We don't include brunch. No, we're not. We're just doing breakfast, lunch, dinner. No okay. fourth meal. No fourth meal, breakfast, lunch, dinner. That's it. Leave me alone. Oh, 651-641-1071. So rank your meals and then justify it. Okay. So this all happened because... I was in the car with my daughter. She's 11 the other day. And, you know, 11-year-olds are so great because they just throw out weird questions and then you have conversations about it. And she goes, what's your favorite meal? And I was like, like, my favorite meal to eat or like meal of the day? She was like, what's your favorite meal of the day? And I was like, breakfast. Duh. Best meal. Always good food. I love eggs. I could go... All day with an omelet. It's my favorite. Okay. It's my first favorite. And then she said, what's your second favorite? I feel like dinner. Dinner is the second best. Okay. And lunch is just dumb. (laughs) Okay. And she was like, you're right. She felt the same way. Okay. 651-641-1071. Rank your meals. Uh, Which one do you guys think is first? Uh, For me, it goes the following. Dinner. Mm. Lunch. Mm breakfast what what Uh, what (laughs) but if you had thrown in brunch i would have put brunch before lunch okay so i don't understand i'm gonna need (laughs) a tour okay because here's the thing most days i'm going on most days like if it's a weekend and like my schedule was how i wanted it to be in a perfect world then i might put breakfast higher on the list i don't i don't Breakfast is not a thing for me, really. I don't really do much of a breakfast. I have, um, I've been doing the like first, my first meal is usually closer to a typical lunchtime. Oh my God. And then I have another midday meal and then I have dinner. And dinner is the thing I'm most excited for. But like in a, in a like, like on a weekend, oh brunch. It would like dinner and then brunch would be my my uh that'd be my weekend choice. Okay, I am so confused because <laughs> I'm so confused. I know it's just true though. Like I I get I get most excited for dinner. But what about eggs? I know you love eggs, and I used to love eggs, the but I don't. Egg. I 
I rarely eat. If I eat eggs now, it's a couple hard-boiled eggs in the middle of the day. Um, I don't really but make why eggs. Why brunch then? Why does how does brunch? Well, because br- mostly because it's a social thing. But we're not really doing that. Okay, right so now. this is interesting because I think you're looking at this from like um like a full meal time experience. And I'm what am I supposed to be looking at? No, no, I'm not saying it's, there's no right or wrong. I'm just saying I'm looking at it more from like a food opportunity standpoint. Right. So like, I love (sighs) breakfast food. I get what you're saying. You really want to own that. You love breakfast food and I don't dislike, or I like, I enjoy breakfast food a lot, but I just don't eat it very often. So I, it's just not in my, like today, if you said, what are you most excited about? It would be dinner followed by lunch, followed by breakfast, which I don't even know what that would be. Holly, uh, do we have any callers on the line? Yeah, Judy's on the line. Hi, Judy. Judy, rank your meals uh, and then justify it. <laughs> Hi, Judy. Hi. Um, I was saying dinner, but with lunch type meals and then breakfast. Okay, wait, dinner with lunch type meals. Yeah, my my cousin and I, when we used to travel, we'd have, you know, a light breakfast, but I love pancakes and that kind of stuff. And then we wouldn't eat until like four o'clock in the afternoon. So like lunchy kind of sandwiches, but but at dinner time. And then you would eat after that? Nope. Oh, okay. So you would have like a liner, like a lunch dinner. Yeah, yeah, a late, yeah. And I got in trouble once because one of my uncles, who's diabetic was very upset that we didn't have lunch at noon and, and he wanted to eat now. <laughs> I get it though. Like some people, thank you for your yeah, call. Some Judy. people are very strict. I'm like, like so regimented about my meal times. Yeah. It's like not even cute, but I do just think lunch is like a throwaway meal. Like lunch I get is it. just like utility. I, Holly, what do you think? What's your, what's your categorization? Dinner comes first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then breakfast because breakfast is coffee. Mm. Oh, and, if we're t- yeah. if we're talking about breakfast is coffee, then Be- that is then how breakfast <laughs> because but, that's how I categorize breakfast. Breakfast is coffee. Yeah, that's it. And that then, is the yeah, best yeah. meal of the day. Thank breakfast, you. Okay, but see, that's the thing. Like I, breakfast for me, it's eggs, always eggs. Yeah, and coffee, and it's like I you can't go wrong. It's that's like the winning I combination. Just, I just get most excited for dinner. Yes, dinner is the f- the meal that has like I save my you know my my Your points my points I save my mouth for dinner. <laughs> oh, yes, okay. I can't wait to put my mouth on dinner. Lunch is utilitarian, so it's at the bottom. Lunch right? is that's, like I have to eat so I don't feel sick. That's it. Like lunch is about like maintaining your blood sugar through the day. <laughs> yes, it's not about like it being excited about your that, wrap. That said, I yeah, it I just I I'm a bad example because i just like i don't really even like on a weekend weekends are totally different are and are you guys the same during the week as you are on the weekends i'm regular yes because i am not like on the weekend i eat like spur i eat like a weird bird creature or like scavenger during on during the day like are you I'll saying pick... your, the way you eat resembles a bird or you actually eat a bird <laughs> well that's possible <laughs> both <laughs> But like I pick at things like I might have something uh, late in the morning, depending on what's in the refrigerator. And then I'll pick around in the fridge later in the afternoon, like stuff. And then um, it's all about dinner because then I'll just eat everything. You just save it all. I save up all your breakfast, (laughs) lunch and dinner for dinner, usually on Saturday and Sunday. 
I I just am surprised. Um, I will. I I thought that what would emerge from this conversation is that everybody would find lunch to be total trash, but. I guess not. I do get why. Like, as a concept, lunch is kind of just there. Yeah. You just, just to get really you know what to do with it, right? It's a meal to get you to dinner. I will it is say, a destination. though, sandwiches, like, sandwiches are standard for a lunch and not where they're not necessarily standard for dinner, right? Well, you so can eat things for lover, lunch. Yeah. For example, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, if you love sandwiches, lunch is your acceptable sandwich eating time. Dinner does, a sandwich for dinner doesn't feel. Like dinner. Yeah. And I don't like to eat dinner well, things for lunch. Welcome to no. our rules. Oh, that's I. That's my biggest thing. Like people who... I And I used to do that. There was a period of my life where I would eat turkey dinner like for lunch. Yeah. Like because the cafeteria for the... Uh, when I worked for Target, like that would be an option at lunchtime and I would eat it. And then you'd want to fall asleep. And, like, you could but it do. throws off your whole thing. Like spaghetti and meatballs is not a lunch Yeah, because then you don't want anything for dinner. This is right. why I always have the hardest time eating dinner leftovers for lunch. Because I'm like, but that was dinner. That feels like dinner. Yeah. I don't usually eat the, my partner, Jamie, he eats all of our leftovers as lunch. I usually have to make like a lunchy lunch, mm-hmm. you know, like a sandwich mm-hmm. or, a, you know, some rice and chicken or something. I also feel like salad is a lunch experience. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For the whole meal. You I could eat a side, salad. A side salad. Salad is the one thing I could eat at every meal. Yeah, but not just salad, right? No, unless there was like fried chicken on the salad. Right. Like a lunch, like salad as a meal is a lunch experience. Yeah, generally. But dinner time, it's salad on the side. Welcome to the like food rules on the Colleen and Brad. Yeah, we've got show. a lot of food rules. Apparently we do. I do realize though how much of what I think about and what is the truth are very different things. Wait, what? Say that again? Because I really do appreciate breakfast foods, but I don't make breakfast foods. Oh, yeah. Like, I really don't. The only time I ever have breakfast food is when I go out to brunch when that doesn't happen right now. So I'm not like I can't tell you the last time I had pancakes or like, you know, scrambled eggs. Yeah, breakfast is outside of the house food. Oh, my gosh, you guys. I You are not living. <laughs> but I don't like when I'm in the morning before I leave the house. I'm not making no breakfast. Oh no. my gosh, it's my favorite. Are you Coffee? eating a complete breakfast with a bowl of cereal, pancakes, toast. toast, and, and orange juice? <laughs> I do. I really do eat. I don't. I really do eat like an omelet no, you every do. morning. And I've been that way. Like I've been very regimented by making sure I get my protein in the morning, and then I kind of sloughed off that, and I don't know why. But I always think it's interesting though when people are like, "I don't have time to make eggs in the morning." I'm like, "How long do you think it takes to make eggs?" It doesn't eggs? take long. It does not You're take right. long. It is not like right. a laborious experience. And you can prepare stuff. Yeah, I do eat oatmeal. To. A lot of times my first meal is like oatmeal. Um, but it's not until, so I guess you could call that breakfast, right? But it might not be until almost lunchtime. When Nobody, we come cares. Back. Nobody cares when about my eating habits. Back. Yes, we do. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley <laughs> Sometimes show. Sometimes I like to mix peanut butter with my oatmeal. Oh, peanut butter. Uh, when we come back, we have got to touch on Farrah Abraham's mom's oh, do rap, we need to touch on her? rap career. Okay, <laughs> we, um, we've... Yesterday, we talked about this during our D-Bag segment. Today, we have screened her song, and we are going to debut it here on the Colleen and Bradley Show when we come back on My Talk 107.1. Colleen and Bradley.
all we've got some new music here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello there. Um, remember yesterday in our D bag segment? No. Okay. What? I will refresh your memory. Um, do you remember we talked about Deborah Danielson? Who's Deborah Danielson? Do you remember? Oh gosh, of course I do because I told you about her. So she's Farrah Abraham's mother. Yeah, and we could kind of like, I mean, you knew who she was because you've watched Teen Mom, but you were not maybe as aware of her current uh, endeavors. And it was quite shocking, was it not? Right. So, well, the reason we were talking about her yesterday was because she started an OnlyFans account. But when we learned about her OnlyFans account, we also learned about her budding music career. What? Yeah, she's a rapist. She's a rap artist, and... Oh, God, um, rapist is not the right word. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> she is a rap a artist. A raptress. Um, and she has a... <laughs> I don't even know. She has a song... Just play the dumb song. ...called White Woman's Rap. Oh, God. That's what it's called? That's what it's called. Oi. Um, and this is some of that song can we preemptively apologize we for playing apologize this? for so playing this is this. teen mom backdoor teen mom fair abraham's mom mm-hmm. trying to get attention on her only fans by being a rap queen a rap artist okay here we go and you watched it and there's no i watched the 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 one that you're gonna play uh-huh. the snippet you're gonna play uh-huh. has no swears okay good thank you is she saying bada bada bada? I what don't it, know. I think so. Poda poda poda. Um, but I also just want to give everybody um the scene. Okay, so she is in front of her home, which is the, and it's the same house that Farah grew up in that was featured on Teen Mom, um in, I think it's in Iowa, and uh, it's like a residential area. She's in the middle of the street in front of a black uh, convertible. She is wearing um, what appears to be a fishnet bodysuit with a pair of, I don't know, maybe leather shorts. And over her breast areas, her nipples, are some strategically placed lace coverings. They look like dragons. They are dragons. Mm -hmm. And she's also wearing a mask that says, what does that say? I think it says Dolls Kill. Okay, cool. Which might be the name of a brand. Okay, Let me double check. And she is dancing with four backup dancers in the middle. Okay, so. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. So just go with me on this. Like, imagine, listeners, your nice, um, the street you live on. Like, you got neighbors to your right and to your left, some neighbors across the street, Imagine that a middle-aged woman is dancing in a fishnet onesie and doing a rap video in the middle of your nice little quiet suburban yeah, street. Yeah, I would just be staring out my window like Gladys Kravitz style going, what the bleep? What the bleep is going on? It is... Ooh, I found the bodysuit so she's weird. wearing for oh, sale. Oh, well, Holly, thank you. How much is that going to set me back? $32. Oh. With 25% off. Well, looks like there's, 20, there's a sale. There's more than 25% off of that outfit. Let mm-hmm. me tell you what. Um, I just, I'm worried about her. I actually um, had not heard her voice so clearly before. She sounds a lot like her daughter. Oh, you guys, if you get her talking, um, she sounds like a slightly more grown up, but also slightly more articulate, slightly more articulate version of Farah yeah. Abraham. Um, but I just, I'm so confused because this is not the Deborah I know from Teen Mom. No, that's what sounds so particularly shocking, which which I think is just like she's seen her daughter probably like rake in the dough or at least rake in the free stuff um, over the last 10 plus years, right? Um, and maybe she just wants a piece of that action. I... Yeah, I pr- I'm guessing yes. I want to know how much money Fair Abraham actually makes. So that's the thing we'll never know, right? Is how much does she actually make? Because I think we have, like, she, she gets wants, a lot of stuff. She wants us to think she's making a lot of. I mean, money. she goes on fancy trips or used to anyway. And then she gets free stuff that she promotes on her Instagram. Yeah, like all that plastic surgery. I'm. You can probably guarantee a lot of that was gratis. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I don't know how much money she actually has in her actual bank account. Yeah. It it I don't think it's anywhere near what she would have us believe. And the other thing about her is she's well, you know what? Funny thing, she's gonna show up in the next segment. Farrah Abraham is. Oh good. So sit tight. Uh we're gonna unveil Lord and Lady D bag after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. And doing everything entertainment at mytalk1071.com. Colleen Lindstrom, I'm Bradley Trainer, and it's time for Lord and Lady D-Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D-Bag, Bradley? Thank you for asking. It's my favorite, favorite, favorite of all time. Okay, not really, but we haven't talked about her in a while. Brandy Glanville. Ooh, she used to be... Like a frequent flyer. Yeah. But also, I don't think we were doing Lord and Lady D-Bag when she would have been a frequent flyer. So this is exciting. Yeah. So she tweeted about uh, Army Hammer eating her rib cage yesterday. And right. um, we didn't get a chance to really marinate 
in the okay, crazy. That was an interesting choice. Um, but let's chew on this okay. today and give it its, you know, its just desserts. Um, Brandy Glanville, of course, trying to, I don't know, out of nowhere, become relevant once again. I mean, she's probably doing stuff, right? Occasionally she pops her head up above the fray. However, this time she's wading into the territory of cannibalism to get clicks. And she's not backing down. Oh, no. After receiving backlash, quote unquote, for tweeting about Army Hammer. So on Monday, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills Star tweeted, quote, Dear Army Hammer. And she tagged him. Mm. You can have my rib cage. How do you just keep getting hotter and hotter? Hashtag let's BBQ. Okay. Ew. Okay, so that's gross, right? And rightfully, a bunch of people were like, um, delete your comment, lady. One person wrote this. This tweet is deplorable. And rightly so. I mean, in addition to the, like, I there is humor in this sub story about Army Hammer being a cannibal. But on the surface, it's a very serious story in that there are plausible... Um, what's the other word I'm looking for? Credible accounts mm-hmm. of assault being mm-hmm. lodged against Army Hammer. Yeah. So maybe this is not your moment for humor to like get attention. This is one of those um, Brandy Glanville ill-advised. You know, she, I don't think she's thinking too deeply. She <laughs> just sees something that she can hop on. Yeah. Well, and, and she's trying to hop on Army Hammer, let's be clear. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, she hit back, though, at her, you know, the 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 internet likes to call this a clap back. Mm-hmm. She clapped back at her haters. Ooh. Clapped back. She clapped backed at her haters, saying, quote, I'm not sorry, and I don't take it back. It was a bleeping joke. Okay. Clearly, I need my rib cage. But maybe he can have one of my kidneys. Okay. So Get some no, hobbies. so she doubled down on this. Get some hobbies, you fools. That's what she said. She didn't say fools. I added that for for dramatic flourish. But but she That's she, also my favorite technique. It's like I'm gonna shame you for calling me out. Yeah. I'm going to start my I'm gonna walk into the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. Start myself on fire, mm-hmm. and then shame you for trying to put me out. I don't know if that's quite the analogy, but you, yeah, she asked for this behavior and right. then shamed the people who responded. Like she, she started it, and she's still fanning the flames. Yeah. as a result, so she totally started the fire, <laughs> and the world's burning. Mm-mm. Who was that? Was that Billy Joel? Mm-hmm. Billy Joel. Mm-hmm. I had to do um, a uh, dance routine. Dance routine mm-hmm. to that song. I had a feeling. Along with that money song, I got money. Hold on, a spending money. It's gonna be to do it right. You know that song? No. Okay. Anyway, Brandy Glanville is a hot mess. <laughs> As always, I just really wanted you to keep going down your. I'm surprised um, you don't know that song. I'm gonna well, take that I don't time. Know it's gonna take song. time. A whole lot. Is Precious it like George time. Harrison? Yeah. Oh, I've got my mind set on you. I got my mind, mind set, set on you. you. I got my Bradley. Mind set on There's you. no money 
There's a, there's money in that. Yeah, so. it's going to take a whole lot of spending money. Oh, the, yeah, to, to do take, it right. To do it right. I had a hula hoop, a flag, and a ball. <laughs> in six weeks to perfect my routine. It was either that or I had to play basketball, and I was not playing basketball. You think I'm joking? No. Nope, Seventh nope. grade, J Stream nope. Junior High. I absolutely do not think you're joking. I am just getting out of the way so we can probably, hear the rest of the story. There were probably two boys in mm-hmm. that group because you got to choose, and that's my, that was my choice. <laughs> Good choice. Thank you. Thank you. I thought so. You know, Bradley, how old were you then? Seventh, Seventh grade. grade. So I, like, I was not I young. Like, I would like to thank seventh grade you for making that choice so that we could have this moment You're together. welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. From the bottom of my heart. <laughs> Do you want to know who my D-bag is? Yes. Farah Abraham. Oh my God, we just mm. talked about her mom. Okay. I just, uh, Holly, there is, I, I forgot to give you a heads up on this. There is an Instagram post in the midst of this article. And I just want to start playing it from the beginning. Is it the one where she has food? Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to set the stage for you as we get this ready. This is Farah Abraham in a bathroom, of all places, eating a beet salad and giving an inspirational... Oh, okay, no. (laughs) You should not eat beets in the bathroom. Giving an inspirational speech about, about, I don't know, but we're going to try to find out. And this is a 24-minute... Uh, video. We are not going to play all 24 minutes. That's probably good. But I am going to tell you, I spent more time on it than I care to admit. Okay. And um, I'm not sure. We'll just, let's just listen and then, and then react. All right. Hello. I am having a beet salad and I just wanted to say ahead of time, if you are not open to hearing about equality, um, equality, I should say, hi guys, or talking about some things that we can stop to stop causing trauma in our future generations and build those new generational blessings. Um, that is what this will be about. So if that's not for you, um, and I'm not taking any negativity, I just wanted to share something that was super important. Hi guys, no, no, no. Sorry if I can't say hi to everyone. Um, I am talking about a super important topic, and I'm eating, so hopefully I don't choke. But anyways, um, I just wanted to say that tonight I felt super passionate. I'm like in the bathroom doing this, Um, trying to get ready, trying to fix my hair. At the the ocean surfing, trying something new today. Okay, stop. What? The ocean surfing, doing something new in the bathroom? Hi, guys! If you are confused... I'm going to choke. You... (laughs) I just want you to know it never gets better. It never... Sometimes... So does she come to a conclusion? No, no. Does she have a thesis statement? No. Why is she eating she, in the bathroom? Who knows? Nobody knows. knows. I'm eating so hopefully I don't choke. I'm going to do this inspirational <laughs> thing in that, the bathroom. Does that happen? You, you guys. Like, oh, I just find myself eating and then I choke. Now, here's the thing. If you <laughs> feel like you want to watch more because you wonder... What else is she going to say? You know, what we should do is just check in on her 
at she, some point randomly throughout the show. That's what I mean. Like, oh yeah, hey guys. Okay, so she goes on to tell a story about, and I don't know. I feel like she's trying to be politically correct or so. I don't know, but she goes on to tell a story about an incident that happened in the elevator at this hotel that she and Sophia are staying at. And I still, to this moment, don't know what actually happened in the elevator. Yeah. But it caused trauma to Sophia. And as you heard at the beginning of this, this message she's giving is to try to prevent trauma for the future blessings of America. (laughs) (laughs) And such Such as as (laughs) maps. Oh, I don't know what goes through her brain. So this is interesting because here's the thing I've learned about Farrah Abraham. It's code. Mm. You have to read between the lines. Mm -hmm. It is not an intentional code, but if you sort, it's like, okay, the best analogy I can come up with is Shakespeare. Mm -hmm. When you watch a Shakespeare, uh, play on the stage mm-hmm. it takes a good third i should say when i see shakespeare on the stage it takes me a good 30 minutes to get comfortable mm-hmm. with the language sure yeah. yes because mm-hmm. it just you know wherefore art thou romeo like right. you're she's like is she looking for romeo well it's- no actually it's not but like if you if you just kind of let it wash over you you might be able to understand point, what's going you'll on. be like oh i get it And I will reference back to an earlier post that Holly brought to our attention from four days ago off the air, where I think it was Holly, it might have been you, Colleen, actually, I don't know, but somebody brought to our attention this post from four days ago, um, and she titles it, It's Self-Love Month and Black History Mm -hmm. Month. Always growing up, I enjoyed hearing, reading, watching, and learning about our historical African-American injustices through and i won't go on because it gets really like i it's i don't know what she's saying and so i don't want to like again accidentally say it (laughs) but like when you read through that you kind of think like oh from what i've noticed in the past she's very much of a certain political persuasion Mm -hmm. and now she seems to be changing that political persuasion by cueing or referencing things that are on the other side of the spectrum than she used to be. And so I'm like, is she trying to signal that she's changing politically? Okay, so I think... And I know I'm reading really deeply reading into this. Because she's not thinking because, that hard. <laughs> but like... But I don't think if you look over... It's interesting because if you look over at Farrah Abraham's Twitter account, mm-hmm. she's still very much... Doing one thing. Doing one particular thing. Guys. With a point of view. I This is the mistake we all make with Farrah Abraham is trying to understand her. It's true. Because yeah. as, true. as we just heard. Stop stealing! <laughs> Stop stealing! That's what she yelled at the people at the CBS this summer. This is true. This is a true story. Um, as much as I'd like to check in and see if she's still talking um and maybe we will in the next segment no, i well, think we should when we come back on the colleen and bradley show did you guys see what happened to suzanne summers she was in the middle of a facebook live she was doing like a makeup scary thing and somebody like an intruder showed up 
in our house. Scary, very scary. Okay, I want to listen to it because you are not going to believe how this actually played out. Okay. It is not at all what would happen if somebody walked right into the middle of our Facebook Live. I'm here to tell you. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Okay, so did you see this thing? It happened on Friday during a live stream at Suzanne Summers' home. And I believe this is the one in Palm Springs, the one that is uh, on the market as we speak. Yeah, I also, I just, ooh, bad timing for trying to sell your... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Your house. Mm. <laughs> like you really don't want. Hey, come by this house that somebody just walked into trying to steal my stuff. Right? Okay, so because, again... She's Suzanne Summers. Yeah. And there's a reasonable amount of security at you'd, this. Well, you'd hope. Well, no, there is. Well, okay. At, at least it sounds like there is. And you'll hear in this um, video. Uh, so she's in the middle of this Facebook Live. She's putting on makeup. Um, it's like, you know, her very own little uh, QVC moment. Um, and somebody comes in off screen and starts talking to her. They came up the, this person came up the private driveway and into the house. And she's in the middle of this makeup tutorial when she notices him. And people are watching live while this happens. Okay. So here, let's play the audio. And remember, there's an intruder in her house. Listen to how calm she is. Is somebody here? Just the frog. I just heard a person. Really? Huh? Are you here? Are you here? I'm here. Oh, come here. Hi. I'm sorry. I was slightly terrified over there for a second. Why were you terrified? I'm not even sure. I, there were goats following me, and um. Who yeah. are you? I'm Aaron Carpenter. Um. I don't know. Have you heard of me? No. How did you get here? How? Um. A friend led me up this hill, and then I came down. Oh. And, okay, uh, you shouldn't be here. Yeah. Yeah. This but, is our house. But anyway, I'm, you don't scare me. I've seen it, pictures of this yeah, house before. Yeah, you shouldn't be yeah. here. Oh, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a scary person whatsoever. I know, I'm but very, I'm not used to people being on our property. I'm sorry, I didn't realize okay. it was a property. Yeah, and we're doing a show right now. Yeah. I apologize. Okay, all right. So can you go I home? do a show every all right. all day long. <laughs> do you know what to do? Go down the hill. Just keep walking down the hill. Okay. Alan, could you show him the door? Yeah, but he kicked out the gate. Oh. How did you get in here? I literally came down the... Okay, the so we can stop now. Oh, my God. This Okay, so I've heard this story. I mean, I heard about this story. Yeah. 
I didn't realize this was just, oh, God, that is so bizarre. Isn't but I love her, like, I want Suzanne Summers if our plane yes. gets taken over by terrorists. She is the person to have with you in a crisis. Yeah, put right? her in a movie with Liam Neeson. She just, like, so completely normally says to him, you don't belong here. But she, in uh, my house. But I also like the way, again, this is why I want her in a hostage crisis. Mm-hmm. Because she did a very important thing. And I am an expert um, hostage crisis Mm -hmm. uh, expert. You've seen movies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, but the very important... Do you know what the key thing she did was? No, I didn't didn't take that class. (laughs) (laughs) She says something like, you don't scare me. Mm. Or, but it was non-threatening. It was like, yeah, I, I know you're not hard. You're not... She says to him, like, you're not a, you're not a threat. Yeah. And I think in that moment, that was the right thing to do versus saying, what the bleep are you do-? like getting really aggressive because she doesn't know if he has a weapon, if he has a weapon and she treats him like, oh, and, and that's what crisis people do. That's what them hostage people do. They try to talk to you like you're normal, even though something's not normal with that person. Right, like he's clearly a person in crisis. Oh yeah, I mean, you may he's not. He's not like a when when I saw intruder, I thought I was thinking like like robber. Like he was there with a purpose, and you hear, I mean, but see, okay, I'm gonna walk it back. Burglar, actually, no, that'd be a robber. Burglar, she wouldn't be home. Right, robber, a robber would yes, yeah. but but here's the thing. Okay, so I want to walk it all the way back. Like he says at the very beginning, something about ghosts chased me here yeah that's the that's the indicator like you said like it's clear that he's in crisis there's something else going on right but imagine that you don't i mean suzanne summers doesn't know that at the outset right she hears a noise (laughs) I, i know what colleen would do what would I do? I just, you would start screaming oh, at the person. Oh, my word. I would. What are you doing in my house? All of my stuff. <laughs> there would be no chill. I think I would just go running. Like, I, mean, I would run out the back door. I I would not be able phone. to because I would have to, like, make sure my whole family was no, safe. No, I know. Yeah. You know, like, there would be no, I, oh, uh, I don't know how she was so calm in that moment. Yeah, but I think she's a hero. I think that we have misjudged Suzanne Summers. We have been very critical of um, Chrissy Snow. Christmas Snow. Is that her real name? Yeah, Christmas Snow. Well, okay. no, her real name is Suzanne Summers. Okay. But her character name, her real character name on Three's Company <laughs> is Christmas Snow. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Oh. I was not up on my threes company. Yeah, her dad was a. In fact, her dad was a, Santa a pastor. Claus? Oh, sorry. And he uh, on the show, and the actor who played her father just recently died. I think last week or really? the week before. Yeah. I, look at that! I didn't know. I'm that. just saying, like, I have a newfound respect for Suzanne Summers after that because that woman, and I almost said Bianche, Mm-mm. and I mean that with a term of endearment. Yes. Like she, she We're celebrating that. Like that is not a skill. Everyone has. No. Because to your point, a lot of us would react with Not fear. Like that. Or, you know, uh, aggression. I probably would have stood up through that table in between us. 
and like and taken like your lipstick and used yeah. it as a weapon. But do you hear like the, the, here's the other piece? And I I think I hope somebody got fired because <laughs> clearly somebody's on like a a radio or like a walkie talkie yeah. of some sort and like, it's like well, he yeah, can't get he out can't the get gate. Out. Well, he how do you get, get in? Out? How do you get in? But he got in somehow. Oh my gosh. I mean, I would be like, heads are going to roll right now. Somebody is. Has she said anything since? No. Like who this person Not was? Not that I know it. Well, he said his name. Well, I mean, you know. Uh, no, I, know I haven't heard. I haven't heard anything. But um, by the way, the other voice you heard in that was her knight in shining armor, Alan Hamill. Oh, her I'm husband. surprised the guy didn't walk in on them having know, sex. Right? That's all they do. I know. According to apparently in that moment they weren't. But what are the odds? Also, they're in the middle of a live stream. Like, think about how differently that might have gone if she weren't like. Because um, that's you missed something. What? Did you point out that he was nearly naked? Oh. What? There was also that. I kind of think that Wait. bath salts were involved or something. I don't know. Um, Wait, yeah. who was naked? The guy. Oh. Not Alan Hamill. Not Alan Hamill. <laughs> yeah, he he just likes to I walk mean, around pantsless. The other thing she does... Oh, God, we don't have time. We got to go. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show... Uh, what's your favorite donut in Minnesota? 651-641-1071. Donuts! We'll take your calls after this. Do not wait.